2020 post pandemic and i know a lot of y'all are probably like where you been at i've been hiding in the house with a mask on um but nevertheless i just want to thank y'all for tuning in thank y'all for being loyal we're going on three years and today i'm so excited for you all to just hear from our guest today as y'all know i don't hold the mic i share the mic so i'm not even going to introduce my guest i'm going to turn it over for her to tell us her name where she's from just a little bit about yourself because we don't want to get too deep too fast but Y'all know, I'm going to shut up. I'm going to pass it on over. So introduce <laughs> yourself to us for us today. So my name is Jamie, a.k.a. Jamie from Brooklyn on Instagram. So I am from Brooklyn, but I do live in Florida now. And I'm a natural hair influencer full time. It's hard, but I'm still kicking. So that's what I do. I'm a natural hair influencer. And again, I just have to thank you, especially now I feel extra special that I'm your first interview post pandemic. Wow. I mean, we still in it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, James, it's a little normal. You know, it's a little normal now. You know, I'm looking for masks. Well, the new normal. The new normal. You know, I'm looking for masks to go with my dresses and. Right. My I'm like, girl, that mask gonna go crazy with these pants. Okay, period, period. I never knew I would smile over a mask, and I went to church on Sunday, and they gave us masks, and I was so happy. The whole church, I was like, oh my god, they really gave me a mask. I got home, told everybody they gave me a mask. Like, it's crazy. You're like, thank you, Jesus. Thank, thank you. <laughs> Looking good, God. Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> I want to thank you so much for being here. First question out the gate is, how do you define your body? The reason why for new returning, new guests, this is why I asked this question for returning guests. Y'all already know why. But the reason why I asked this question is, as plus size, curvy, fat, thick, with two Cs, you know, um, <laughs> women and men or those even outside the gender binary, a lot of times we know that the word fat is negatively associated. And some people are still dealing and struggling with that. But I always want to open the floor for you to actually explain what does that look like for you? So how do you define your body and why? Um, I mean, I define my body as thick, curvy. Um, I'm not going to lie. Like to this day, if someone calls me fat, I get offended because it's just like an ugly word to me. Because like you said, they, they say fat and they automatically think the worst of it. Or they saying fat to, you know, to make you feel the type of way. So all my life, I was not bullied, but you know, if someone had a problem with me or someone wanted to get under my skin, they would call me fat because I'm not, you know, a skinny girl. But I do define myself as like thick, curvy. Thick and curvy. Something mm. you said there about, you know, when somebody gets mad. That's one thing mm. I will say, you know, even growing up in school, even in the dating world or just going out, you know, hey, you fine. Hey, come here, come here. And as soon as you ignore them, fat bitch. And it's like, whoa. Exactly exactly so that's how come I don't like that word because you know they use it to offend you mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And I mean, it, like I said, it, it offends me to this day because of the, like the way it has been used towards me, but I can't help it if I'm big bone. Shoot. <laughs> These bones are thick. Yeah. They are thick. Yes. Everybody in my family is thick. I've never been skinny. I don't think I will ever be skinny. Um, that's, this is just how my body is. And, you know, I've, it took me a while to actually, I mean, I can't even lie and tell you I love my body, but I'm, I'm starting to like my body. Hmm. And I, I thank you for that transparency. A lot of people, especially in the work that I do, they think that that love comes overnight. No, I'm still learning to unlearn a lot of the trauma that we experience. Yep. And like you said, even with your family, you know, I don't come from a small family either. I look around and we're, we're all pretty large people, but then mm-hmm. you hear people say, well, no, what about your health? Or, you know, you could change that, or you can do this. And it's like, yeah, everybody could do something to change certain things in their lifestyle. But why is it that as soon as you see a body like yours or mine, it's automatically, let me talk about health. Have I disclosed to you I have health issues? Because every fat body doesn't mean it's an unhealthy body. Exactly. And people don't get that. So can you talk a little bit about your experiences, you know, growing up in a bigger body? Because you said, you know, I don't love my body. And that's some real transparent, straight to the point stuff. But you like your body. Like walk me through Mm -hmm. that process of what that, that feels like in your life. Okay, so like I said, growing up, I've always been, you know, on the thicker side. Um, It's funny because I used to dance salsa professionally. And I remember being, you know, the little chunky girl with (laughs) with her little outfit while all the other skinny girls look so cute. But and my rolls were sticking out while I was dancing, stomach moving everywhere. But and, you know, I was very self-conscious, but I love dance. And I, you know, I had to tell myself, like, if I want to be a dancer, then, you know, I have to embrace my body. And that's one thing, like, even though I have a bunch of insecurities with my body, like my, especially my mom, because she is on the thicker side too. She always told me like to love my body. Like you have to embrace it. You can't change it. Like you just got to stick with it. So when I was younger dancing, that's where my insecurity started because of the little outfits that we had to wear. And then in middle school, I remember I was in a weird stage with my body. Like like I call myself thick curvy because I've never been like plus size, but I have always been thicker than, you know, every, every other girl. And I remember in middle school, I used to wear a sweater every single day because I was so self-conscious about my stomach. Twins, we are, <laughs> it could be the middle of July. I was like, where is my sweater? <laughs> yes, and I live in Florida, girl. So uh-uh. it was too hot to be wearing a sweater, but I did not care. I was like, once school start, starts, it's cold inside, I'll be good. I wore a sweater every day in middle school. And I remember um, we had a half a day one day and I decided not to wear a sweater that day. And some kid came up to me. He was like, oh, shoot, Jamie, you're actually not fat. Mm. And I was like, wow. So I'm over here covering my body, thinking that this sweater is helping me. But this sweater is just adding on to me. So ever since that day, I stopped wearing a sweater. Come on. Oh, maybe not about one more sweater, huh? Not at all. But it's a few things that you said that I kind of want to go back to mm-hmm. is one, shout out to your mom. Um, yes. I have talked and even experienced in my own life to a lot of people who grew up, you know, in a bigger body, who has had, you know, a parental figure or someone in their life who was a bigger body that they didn't get that support. They didn't get that love your body. It was kind of, you know, my grandma is never going to hear this. Hopefully this is not the episode she decides to listen to, but my <laughs> grandma was kind of 
she's a little bold. She used to, you know, um, anytime I would go out, even up until I was probably, up until actually to this day, anytime I go home, she'll, the first thing she'll comment is on my weight. And it doesn't come from a negative point, but she doesn't realize the trauma that it brings up. Like when my friend would go out to the club and that asked me to go out, she, let me see your outfit. Oh, uh, okay. that's a little too tight. Don't you think? And I'm looking like I'm more of a modest dressing type woman i'm not asking nobody to dress like me i am a spicy grandmother okay i understand that <laughs> i i embrace my <laughs> um i am literally a grandmother at heart but you know for me it was like hearing that comment because it was like you're hearing the negativity first at home so to hear that your mother was like look you gonna go dance salsa i understand that everybody but i'm glad you shook every roll you had i'm glad <laughs> you continue to do it because it therefore and as y'all know, I go on tangent. So just so you know, sometimes I can mm. go on tangent. But even the fact that you talked about the fact, you know, you're in this dance class, that's like, you're in a dance class, even as a bigger body, you're still in, you're able to move, you're able to keep up. And still people are like, that's not good enough for us, sweetie. Jamie, I feel right. like you can do more. So I, I'm just thankful for your mom. I'm thankful for that experience. And then on the last point about you taking, wearing a sweater, I remember I would never wear a short sleeve shirt. I never wore a tank top. I never wore anything that could expose my arms because one time when I finally did, my grandmother was like, look, you're going to see the point. You're going to burn up, put on this tank top. And it, it killed me because the whole time I'm just like trying to cover my arms. I'm using my hair. Care about the arms, yep. Exactly. And I never forget that the one thing I didn't want to happen happened. And it was a friend of mine. Her cousin was like, she cute, but she got stretch marks on her arm. But the way my friend told me, I never forget. We was in my room after Cedar Point being weird kids, our heads were under the bed. I don't know why. <laughs> and she was like, I need to tell you something. She was like, so my cousin said, you're cute, but, and then she drew a picture, had the tank tops, it had the little arms, and they had squiggly marks on it. And I was like, are those stretch marks? She was like, yeah, he said, you're cute, but you like got stretch marks. When I say that, killed me. I, Jamie, I, was to, I was about to set it off. Queen Latifah wasn't going <laughs> to be able to play with me, but I had to realize what it looks like. So for you to hear that comment, it's kind of this is the stuff we live with every single day and how we process through that. So I just thank you for sharing that. But nevertheless. No problem. But no, um, but to piggyback on what you said about like your grandma and everything, my dad, not that my dad, like he would tell me anything about my weight, but like if I had something on, he's like, you're really going to wear that. Mm. So then I'm like, dang. And he will make me change. <laughs> so I had to go back in my room and change. And that was around the point where I was starting to like, see what will pass like okay i have a stomach but can i wear a crop top i'll walk out the room with a crop top and he's like uh-uh you better go back in that room and change or i would wear tights with like a short shirt and he's like your whole butt is out have to go back in that room and change i do understand that mm. and it's even you know i wonder when our parents do that you know at a certain age i get why there may be that surveillance or policing a little bit because of protection but once yeah. past that I'm, I used to question when my grandmother would question my clothes. Are you doing that because you're trying to protect me from the negative comments that you can't stop the world from saying to me? Or is it because you're embarrassed of my body? And I'm actually, during the upcoming holidays, I talk to her. I'm going to ambush her with a camera and be like, I want to have a conversation. <laughs> I no, have that's a, a really good question. I never thought of it like that. That's a really good question. Oh, listen, don't make me feel hyped today. You're making me feel <laughs> But it, it, it is something real that happens. And I feel like the more and more we do this and unpack it, um, we get to learn more because you don't ever want to have this hate. And if one day you choose to have children or if we choose to have children, you don't want to have to look into that child's eyes and say, 
I'm afraid of the world, what the world is going to say about your body because I went through it. I can't keep you in a house forever. But at the same time, that's why I'm like, no, let me do the work now. Let me get advocates now. Let me get voices like yours now. So when people do still say what they got to say, I can be like, girl, look, here, go call Jamie. I talked to her like 10 years ago. She didn't tell you. She was salsa dancing. You good. Go up there and figure it out. And you can be yep. like, I talked to your mama 10 years ago. We got it. And I hope, I hope years from now that, you know, our kids never have to deal with that. Hopefully people will realize that, you know, being chunky is beautiful. There's no health condition that comes with it. We're just chunky. That's it. And it's funny too, because like, if you know, like once people see that you're not, you know, a skinny girl, they automatically think that you're overeating and you eat crazy. Little do y'all know I eat once a day. <laughs> and that's you another part of my problem. That's another reason I can't freaking lose weight. So like, it's, it's just, it's so much more to it. People really don't understand. Mm, and I and I just appreciate you for calling that out because a lot of times we we get afraid to do that because of the backlash. But slightly turning gears a little bit, you are a natural hair influencer, which was yeah. one of the biggest reasons I wanted to reach out to you because in certain spaces, certain bodies are looked at. You know, in certain yes. spaces, certain bodies are celebrated. Um, in your experience, you know, tell us a little bit how you how did you even become a natural hair influencer? Was it one day you looked in the mirror and you was like, these girls is popping? I gotta tell somebody. <laughs> like, to walk us through that journey. Okay, so actually, um, it I'm telling you, everything just started in middle school. So in middle school, um, I wore my hair out one time and everybody was calling me a lion. Everybody was calling me a clown, all types of names because they weren't used to you know big curly hair. And I've always had big curly hair. I didn't see anything wrong with it. They saw a whole bunch of stuff wrong with it. So that stuck with me. So um, after that happened, I actually got a relaxer, which killed my hair. It made scabs in my scalp from how strong it was. It was so bad. And then I, you know, I went through the transition process. I said I would never get a relaxer again. And then um, I started, you know, transitioning. My curls came back, but the back of my head was just not transitioning. The back of my head was just, it was my dad used to tell me the back of my head was ridiculous because it looked like <laughs> it looked like a bird's nest. So he would tell me, like, you need to do something. You need to look up something because your hair is not supposed to look like that. Like everything would be curly. And then the back of my head was just not cooperating. So I went on YouTube and I started looking at like natural hair stuff. And I would never forget. I found this girl, Alyssa Forever. And her hair was pretty similar to mine. So I started following her techniques and, you know, her routines and my hair started flourishing and then um, my hair was finally how I wanted it to be. I had a nice little afro with half my head shaved. And everybody would always tell me how much they like my hair and all this stuff. But I've always been very insecure. So I never saw myself, you know, making a platform on Instagram. But um, I was working fast forward a whole bunch of years later. I started working at a daycare and I was there for almost a year. And I actually got fired because he told me my hair was a safety hazard. Yes, he told Wow. He told me my hair was a safety hazard. He never explained himself. He just said it was a safety hazard. So I went on Instagram and I did a video and I got so much like support and feedback for that video. And people would always tell me how much they love my hair. So then <clears throat> a company sent me a couple products and I did my first hair video in 2016. And I was on and off for a long time. But then I, you know, I saw that. I liked being in front of the camera. I liked doing my hair. I liked, you know, the compliments. So I just took it from there. And I've been steady now since for two years. Okay. Congrats to you. Make it Thank 20. you. Okay. Yes. I need 20 years. I need to be like, man, girl, <laughs> flow. She's been growing it. Okay. <laughs> well, hearing your journey and once again, you know, 
the 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 scholar in me, but also the the poet in me wants to take the fact that you have big curly hair and how that also associates with your body. Again, being big and defined and out there, even some for something like hair was still targeted for you being called a lion and a clown. And I would have probably told him like, and y'all bald headed, but you know, <laughs> say certain things in the world because <laughs> you know, people get mad and I don't want people to get mad, but you know, it's like, it's real funny how people could say something to you, but then they, when you say something back, it's like, oh my God, why you say that? And it's like, I didn't have nothing to say to you if you hadn't left me alone. For real, I, I'm, I wasn't bothering none of y'all. I came in here thinking I was cute and you tried to play me. And you came for me, so my happens <laughs> in for you. But anywho, <clears throat> um, with you being on YouTube and being this curvier girl, you know, with this big vivacious hair, how do you actually move through those spaces knowing you're going to get the trolls about your hair, oh, yeah. the trolls about your body. Like, walk me through the comments you may get, which I know probably some days you'd be like, you know what, Instagram, I'm about to delete y'all. But at the same time, you keep persevering because here you are two years and you have a following people are waiting for you. How do you deal with people who attack your hair and also attack your body? Um, A lot of people, they love to attack my hair. They like to say that I make my hair this way or... They'll say, they'll try to tell me my nationality or they'll try to tell me my hair type. Like, it's just so stupid to me. But a lot of times I just ignore it. But um, there has been a couple of times that people would comment on my weight and everything. And for that, like for a long time, I used to only take pictures like at my chest and it would stop. Like I would never show my full body. All my videos were stop at my chest. You would never see my full body because I've always been insecure about it. And I know that, <clears throat> like, not to sound conceited or anything, like, you can't comment on my face, so I know hey. you're going to comment on my body. We're cute. You can't comment. <laughs> exactly. So I know you're going to find something, you know, to comment about. Mm -hmm. And I know I'm not a skinny girl, so I know you guys are going to call me fat. So it's like, I kind of told myself, like, this is something I have to expect, like, as, you know, I start gaining more followers or gaining more interactions, I have to, you know, accept it. And yeah, it hurts, but... I can't change. I could change my weight, but you can't change your face. So <laughs> I don't know if the good people listening heard that, but I'm going to reiterate this for for Jamie. Jamie, for, for she said, and I quote, because I agree. <laughs> you can't change. Your, yeah, I can change my weight, but you can't change your face. Okay, I just want to tell y'all that now that you know we, but we also hear that a lot, especially when it comes to bigger girls, um, bigger bodies in general. Oh, you have a cute face. You know, I even think about with the recent weight loss of Adele. You know, mm -hmm. people have been coming with her left and right. Oh, she looked better, uh, bigger, or she looked better skin. It doesn't matter. The thing about it is at the end of the day, it's still your perception. It's still the way you perceive us, even though it's very true. We are cute, sis. I agree. <laughs> Don't let this body fool you. This face will take you. For real. <laughs> but it then goes for, it goes back to what is acceptable to other people's eyes. You know, the comments that you receive, you're just literally like, hey, I'm living, I'm breathing, I want to make space for somebody else. And people still feel also comfortable to come to you and say, but I feel like you're you're still not it for me. You're still, mm -hmm. not it. even though you have people who are following you, I, I will never understand. And maybe you could speak to this a little bit more, how people can follow you who do not like you. Like, why are you following something? You That's like going in a grocery store and buying a food you don't like just to eat it, to go home and be mad about it. You don't have to do that. Yeah. So, and I think it's because they just want to keep tabs on you. They want to see what you're up to. They like, if they don't like you, it's obviously because it's something you have that they don't. Mm -hmm. That's how I see it. 
so you're keeping up with me you're keeping tabs on me because you don't like me but you still want to i don't know to me it's weird if i don't like you you're, you're just cut off and that's it but i don't that's know what normal like, people do exactly i i really don't know like i want to say thank god i haven't had anyone like recently um well i haven't had anyone recently like call me any names or say anything bad like that but I was very scared because like I said, I used to post pictures like up to my chest or videos up to my chest. And then I finally, I don't know if you saw, but I was in the video for Kaleidoscope. And I talk, was- Talk to us about that a little bit. Talk to us about your Kaleidoscope <laughs> So I was in the law video and it's funny because I, okay. I would have never expected to be in something like that because of the insecurities that I have I was like oh shoot like I post full bodies on pic on uh, full body pictures on Instagram and everything like that so you know my followers know that I'm not a skinny girl but now it's I'm going to be reaching more people more people that probably didn't follow me and I was you know the biggest girl out of the the three models so I was so scared especially the fact that I had to do a split and it had to be dancing because I already know that people are going to say, oh, the big girl did a split. The chunky girl did this. The ch- I like I seen a whole bunch of comments about all the different body types. So honestly, I was so scared that people were going to be like, wow, you had a big girl doing a split or look at that big girl, blah, blah, blah. I was I was terrified for my life because also I just started going to therapy for my insecurities because I I like when I tell you I struggle with insecurities bad, I, I struggle with insecurities bad. Mm-hmm. So therapy helped me a lot. And when it was time for that video to drop, I was looking at those comments. And I, like I said, I had to thank God because nobody was talking about me. Or I felt like, I don't know, they were appreciative at the fact that, you know, there was a, a thicker girl there. Mm. So I don't know. It's a, it's, it's, it's a win, not, it's a win-lose situation or a win-win for me because I don't know. It's, I don't know. It's, I feel tongue-tied because it's, I don't know. It's a very touchy subject. But I'm glad that you in this moment are processing that I don't know, um, simply because it, it, it sort of reminds us that where we think we aren't valuable, the world sees us in a different way. Now, I'm not going to yeah. say everybody in the world going to love us because clearly we wouldn't be doing work and having conversations like this. But the fact that we know that the world will only see us the way they want to see us. They are going to only paint us at images they want. They feel like, I feel comfortable with you being insecure. I feel comfortable with you not having this because they may be dealing with their own things. But let's be real. Kaleidoscope called you. They didn't call somebody else. You know, you being able to pull back from your professional days as a salsa dancer and say, oh, I got this. You know, it's nothing. Even though when they do see a thicker girl do splits or dance, it's kind of like it's overhyped and it's like low-key undertones of, we didn't think you could do this. So we're <laughs> yeah. amazed. But the fact that you're even like, I know I have these insecurities, even sitting here in 2020 having them, I'm able to still push forward and say, I'm going to get therapy. I'm going to get help because of those insecurities. And I hope that people who are listening don't think that therapy is just this, oh, this is a myth. You're like, I can't go talk to, so I'll just talk to my friend. But your friend is not going to see it from different lenses that professionals are. So for you, you know, explain a little bit more about how the therapy is important and how it continues to help you because I feel like yes you can listen to a podcast yes you can go to a workshop but there's some work that you have to do that social media will not be able to provide for you that's very true um okay so therapy at first I used to push it aside I didn't think I needed it but um it came to a point where I started to notice I had like body dysmorphia kind of 
mm-hmm. like I would look at a picture at myself of myself and I'll be like oh, hold on the light shut off so I would look at a picture of myself and I'm like okay I'm not like I'm not what I think I am like in a picture my body is not that bad but in my head like my like I always tell people this I don't know if you ever seen the movie Shallow How mm-hmm. okay so in Shallow How it's the girl is in his eyes she's skinny a, like a little skinny model but she's in real life a you know a plus size girl she's you know she's a big girl so to me what my body dysmorphia is I feel like in my head I see myself as like you know slim and you know I see myself like okay yeah I'm a thicker girl but my body like my body's fine to other people I feel like that they see me like a huge big plus size girl like I'd be sometimes I would think like am I like am I going crazy like it was it was just really sad the way I was thinking so I was like okay no I need to go to therapy Mm -hmm. so I started going to therapy and we started she she would ask me questions like um when how did this all start or were you ever bullied or anything like anything like that and I just couldn't get to the bottom of it like yes growing up people would call me fat here and there but it was never anything like I went to school every day and I was bullied or I would come home crying because I was bullied it was never that so I noticed that you know like there was nothing that really triggered it I was just being mean to myself I just kept calling myself ugly or kept calling myself fat so that's what we got to the bottom of and then like I said I'm starting to like my body now now I'm telling my like now my exercises are going into the mirror and instead of calling myself disgusting and fat or disgusting and ugly I just even though I can't compliment myself yet I just stay quiet so therapy helped me a lot because that's the stage that I'm in right now it's instead of being mean to myself I'm just staying quiet if you have nothing nice to say like you know you grow you if you have nothing nice to say, don't say it. So if that applies to other people, it should apply to yourself. So that's what I'm learning. That's that's powerful because like you said, it's still a journey. It's not it something is. you can do overnight. And the fact that you can actually have this therapy to talk through, because you said, you know, I wasn't bullied. I wasn't, you know, I had people say slick comments, but I think therefore it makes me tease out a little bit more to say, even though you weren't necessarily bullied and pushed and, you know, you didn't, you know, how we see in movies where it's these posters with pigs. We don't see that. But at the same time, what about when I get on social media and everybody is talking about, you know, before and after, and it's this, you know, what they consider this grossly big body and not a slim. And it seemed like the the bigger body is unhappy. And then when you slim, I'm going to get to this happiness. Even when I was younger, seeing weight loss commercials, it seemed like as soon as they took a pill or they got on a exercising machine, now they're running through lilies and daisies and everything was just better. It's like, what am I seeing projected on TV when I watch popular culture and music videos and there's never a thicker body, or if it is a thicker body, they're the butt of the joke, or they're the slow one, or they're, you're, they're stupid. And, you know, nobody wants them or in movies, the, the big body, usually it's a girl, but the big girl has this transformation where she's mm-hmm. everybody's like, oh, we love you now. But my personality was always the same. You couldn't get past the way that I look and therefore you paint these images in your head. So I definitely think that's important for people to hear and tease out and understand that it means more to that. To switch gears just a little bit, you know, with you being in the natural hair industry and as an influencer, with you showing up, you know, on Kaleidoscope, MissFamous.com, <laughs> <laughs> with you still going through therapy and all of this, why do you think the representation or having, you know, bodies that look like yours, bodies who look like mine, why do you think having this representation matters? I think it definitely matters, especially in like, 
like you said, on social media and everything, um, it's very easy to scroll through your page or scroll through your timeline and see a bunch of, you know, slimmer girls, slimmer bodies in their little bathing suits or their little two pieces or the little dresses and everybody liking their pictures and commenting on their pictures and giving them a whole bunch of compliments. I think it could definitely mess with you because for like I said for a long time I did not post any full body pictures because I just know that they're going to be um, um you know scrolling through their timeline and they're going to see all these cute girls and then there's going to be a chunky girl which is me so it was very hard to deal with but like I said you have to you just you can't change it you got to deal with it but um representation on Instagram is just it's kind of everything because you're 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 being vulnerable and you're putting yourself out there for everybody. You're giving everybody the chance to have an opinion. You're giving everybody the chance to, you know, comment. You're giving everybody the chance to, you know, they could do whatever they want to try to break you down. So you have to really have thick skin to want to be a natural hair influencer or a blogger or, you know, into makeup. You have to have thick skin because you don't know who you're going to come across. And you don't know, you know, the hatred that people may have in their heart. So... It's just having thick skin and being, I mean, like I said, I'm not, I can't say I love my body, but I'm finally comfortable in my skin and I'm starting to like myself. So now like if some, if I do post, like you'll see on my page that I post more pictures, full body and everything like that. And it's only because like, I just feel like nobody could hurt me anymore. I think I've hurt myself enough with all the mean things that I've said that nobody could hurt me. Come on. That was a line for the ages. Okay. I've <laughs> <laughs> nobody can hurt me again I, and, and that's and that's critically critical because you know we've talked about some of your challenges with dealing with middle school wearing sweaters being called out for your hair being called out for your size some of your triumphs like being missfamous.com which i'm gonna <laughs> hype you up forever um ending up on kaleidoscope where you know we always you know i've experienced a lot of time i'm the biggest one in the room and i may not be, because I do want to understand there are definitely people who are on a smaller end of curvy plus size fat and there's people who are on a heavier end and for some of us you know we may be on that smaller end on a heavier end in the middle um so my experiences are even going to be different from theirs and this is not about the size olympics of struggling you know we're not yeah. trying to say, well my fat always gets tough <laughs> like girl no, I completely understand that yeah, like we all in the same boat. So you've talked about these challenges and these triumphs, but for you, where do you see yourself continuing to evolve in in the natural hair care industry, being an influencer, and then also living in your body as you continue this journey to say, I like my body, but I don't currently love my body, but I'm hoping to get there one day, but I just don't know what it is. So how do you continue, how do you plan on continuing to push yourself forward in these spaces? Um, I plan to continue to push myself forward by just taking, I like, I'm serious about taking full body pictures because like I said, um, I don't ever want to be a catfish either. So, <laughs> so I always take full body pictures to let people know, like, if you see me in, in, in like in public, like in, yeah, in public or anything, like I'm not a skinny girl. Like I am a thick, you know, curvy girl. And I also plan to hopefully one day be a model. And I know that walking into the model industry, that's going to be super tough. Because even though like, they have plus size model now, it's it's still going to be very, very hard, because not everybody wants a plus size model. So I just like I said, it's having thick skin knowing that I may be turned down because of my weight. And even if I lose the weight, I'm still always going to be on the thicker side, I can't help that. Um, but it's just, you know, training myself to have that thick skin, um, continue going to therapy 
because it, it like you said it does not happen overnight and there's days that I wake up and I want to tell myself ill you're disgusting ill you're fat or ill you look horrible today so it's just training my mind not to be mean to myself and I do a lot I pray a lot too so I pray a lot too and I'm always asking God to you know help me and um help me release the hurt um that I put on myself and helping me realize you know that I am beautiful no matter what social media says or my um industry says or anybody because that's another thing that I struggle with too is because I have big hair that's not you know normal I feel like um I get a lot of attention a lot of unwanted attention so when I'm in the street and I, I I find myself putting my hair in a bun or putting my hair like in a tight hairstyle so that people don't look at me because I like even though they're looking at me because of my hair I feel like they're looking at me because of my body so that's just it's just insecurities so I know I'll get better once I work through my insecurities I commend you for working through them a lot of people Thank talk you. about how they're gonna do it, but you're actually doing it. And I hope that that resonates with people who are listening. Do not feel like you have to do this alone. You know, people go to your page, they see the thousands of followers, you know, once people get such and such K after they followers, you you get to a certain point and people think that all your insecurities go away when you when people fail to realize you're on a public platform where everybody can have eyes on you and you have to protect protect your inner peace and your inner mental and the fact that you use prayer coupled with faith coupled with you know the fact that you're getting therapy the fact that you're like you know I'm going to do this and it's a process don't stop that you know continue to make that something that people need to hear because as many interviews as I've done you don't hear people fall into that a lot to say I'm not where I want to be. A lot of people feel, no, I'm, I'm telling you, if you interview with anybody else, which I hope you interview with the whole world, but with <laughs> Thank me, you. you're welcome. But with me, don't feel like you have to front for me because one, mm-hmm. I don't know you. I know you better now, a little bit better than me. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know you to that extent, but I always want you to feel like if nobody else gave me a chance to be vulnerable and understand whether I agree or not, at least did, at least get gave me that opportunity to say I could be myself. And, you know, I'm not saying everybody's going to feel like that when they leave this space with me, but I know every single person I change, I talk to changes my perspective and enhances it. I agree with a lot of what y'all going through, which is why I do this work. And it just enhances my way of saying, how can I give back to the world? So Jamie, I thank you for that. And one of our final questions I have for you is, what advice do you have for people who are listening, for the people who are in the natural hair care industry, who is like, I got big hair and I don't know how to deal with it, or I'm dealing with my body or the intersection of both, or, you know, people just having things to say, what is that piece of advice you can leave them with so that they can better understand how to be a better self and how to, may not, they may not love their body, but learn to like their body and just like who they are. Okay, well, I would say for one, If you're um, a person that's on the outside looking in, I think for one, they, people always expect that I'm a confident or um, conceited person. And that's completely different. (laughs) I just love the camera. Like I could literally sit in front of the camera and just talk or do hair videos because I like the camera, but it doesn't mean that I'm conceited. I just feel, you know, like I'm talented and I want to show you guys. So, <laughs> so I feel like if you're on the outside looking in, I think it's best to hold your comments and hold your, um, I don't know the word I'm trying to use. Just stop thinking you know people just because you follow them. You don't know anybody just because you follow them. So 
that's one. And if you're a person who has natural hair and you're struggling with your hair or you, or you feel like your hair doesn't make you beautiful, that's not true. Um, beauty is within you and it's going to pour out of you once you love yourself. And natural hair is beautiful. It doesn't matter what type of hair or texture you have. That really doesn't matter. What matters is that, is that your hair is healthy. That's beautiful hair is that your hair is healthy. And then for my girls that are chunkier or on the thicker side, um, love literally comes from within yourself. And I can't lie to you and tell you that I love myself just yet, but I like myself enough to start treating myself better. And starting to like myself, I feel better. Like now I, like before when I was really, really going through it with my um, anxiety and my insecurities, I hated getting ready because I just, I just felt like everything I wore was going to enhance how freaking ugly and, and just disgusting I felt. But now I like getting up in the morning and I like getting dressed and I like buying clothes. So it really, it honestly comes from you. Um, I used to tell my therapist that um, compliments meant nothing to me. Like people would literally sit here and tell me how I'm beautiful or tell me this and tell me that. And it literally went through one ear and out the other. It meant nothing to me. And I can finally say like, I know how to accept compliments now. Like before I used to feel like people used to tell me like, they're just telling me that like, I don't know. They just wanted to make me feel good. They were just, they're telling me that because they had to, but now I know how to accept compliments and I know that there's truth behind it. And it just, it literally starts with you. Come on now, listen, <laughs> compliments mean nothing. But it also goes to that point because I don't know if you're being genuine. Like, are you saying this because you feel like you have the sense of pity towards me? Yes, that's how I used to feel. That's mm. literally how I used to feel. I used to feel like people were complimenting me because they knew, like, like if I wore my insecurities on my sleeve, like they just told me that to feel, like to make me feel better. So now it's like, okay, they're telling me that because it is genuine. Mm. So, but it's just, it all just literally comes from your mind. And it's just, it's it's a struggle every day, but I'll get there. And I'm starting to exercise too, so that makes me feel better. Come on now, because exercise is good if you want to do it and get your body. Exactly. It's for your health. A thing about that, I think a lot of people feel um, you need to exercise so for vanity. Uh, if you want to exercise for vanity, that's fine. If you want to exercise mm. for the fact that you like, I want to make everybody jealous, that's on you. But do not feel that you have to exercise for that reason. If you know you have any issues with joint, heart, all of that, that's what you should focus on the most. Make sure that you can live in your curvy body up until yeah. 100. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that, that's, that is definitely something that I want people to do and, and, and do it for you. You have to remember to do it for you because at the end of the day, I have talked to people who have lost drastic amounts of weight and they said I still am unhappy because they didn't do it for the right reasons and also know that every fat body again is not an unhealthy body you no, know every curvy body is not unhealthy so you know do it get into it sis get to it um do you have any final thoughts any comments um to share with the people if you do share those and then also share your social media handle so people could follow you get into your life figure it out so we can hype you up from the comments like yes sis yes <laughs> <laughs> thank you well my social media is jamie from brooklyn so it's jamie j-a-m-i-e f-r-o-m-b-k-l-y-n um i post majority hair videos um i'm not like in a blogger or anything like that i don't put y'all on to like all the hair products but i'm an influencer which means you know like i show you guys my lifestyle i show you how i care for my hair 
And I also have a YouTube, which is the same name. And if you take anything, I know I stumbled on my words a lot. I was nervous. It was my first interview. And you actually helped me because um, you brought up points or questions that I probably would have never tapped into. So that's why a lot of times I kept saying, I don't know. I don't know because I never, you know, I, I don't dive in too deep sometimes because I already on a, on a daily basis, I'm in my head. So you were bringing up questions that I never thought about that was like, oh, shoot, like I never thought about that. So um, I appreciate you. And if you like I was trying to say before, if you took anything from this interview, I just want you guys to know that um, having a bigger body, it can be hard in a world where skinny is beautiful. But beauty literally comes from within you and wear that crop top, wear them tight jeans, wear those biker shorts, F everybody. And that's it. Love yourself. That's 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 the goal. No matter the body type, it's just about loving yourself, because if you post a picture at the end of the day, you're turning your phone off and that's still who you are. So you just have to learn how to love the skin you're in. That's what my mom tells me all the time. Shout out to mom. Well, Jamie, I want to thank you so much for being here today, sharing your story from experiences from middle school, how you're still on a journey yourself, that discovery of self-love, the fact that you know you can't do it all. Social media won't answer all of your questions. And, you know, social media can actually pose a lot of problems. But at the same time, you have literally opened up the doors to your life to ask you know, the universe to bring certain people to you, to let other people see what's going on. And the fact that you couple therapy with faith and just being your authentic self and being real and saying, you know, it's still a journey for me. So for all those who are tuning in, if you're missing anything, if you missed anything, there is blessing in the rewind button. There is blessing also in the blocking button. So if you miss something, rewind it. If you won't hear somebody, block them. But I thank you again, Jamie, for being here. Again, this is your girl, Shug coming to you live from plus size magic radio and as always remember 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 to continue to flourish and your plus size magic and take care <laughs>